So I'm Lucy Critchard and I'm the RNLI's Sustainability Apprentice. I'm not sure there are many roles in or many apprenticeships that are directly focused on sustainability. I think it's quite a new concept um, and a new thing. I mean, I'm the first one for the RNLI. I suppose I slightly fell into it. So when I was at university, I studied human geography. If there's not going to be a world to live on or resources for us to use, then we're not really going to have much of a future, I suppose. So I was looking for a role that I enjoyed and also I felt a bit more fulfilled in and that kind of led me to looking at roles in sustainability and then I looked um, in the charity sector. So my mum works for a charity, she said it might be a good idea to look in the charity sector and so that's how I ended up finding the one for the RNI. I was part of our Women in Engineering Day so that's a, it's a global day that happens every June to sort of um, highlight women in STEM subjects and um, so the day consists of uh, multiple um, activities where the girls can sort of engage in those areas um, within the RNLI so things we do like within our boat building etc and also uh, with other organisations that sort of the RNLI partners with or just has a good relationship with so the fire service um, and yeah the girls come in they get to try out all the activities and then there's also some sort of talks so I did a talk with one of the electrical apprentices um, who actually works in our um, all weather lifeboat factory and we sort of spoke about apprenticeships and we it was quite fulfilling because we could speak to the girls about different routes to take um, and sort of explain that you, you know university is great but also going for an apprenticeship is also um, a really good opportunity to sort of branch out into these different areas um, and it was nice to show the girls that they can sort of work in the STEM subjects and there's quite a few people at the RNLI that do uh, females that work in engineering or um, across these areas. So I produce a regular newsletter each um, month and within that newsletter I produce a feature um, of either someone from within the Aaron Light or external that we sort of work with and it will be a female working within the STEM sector so we often have our naval architects, our designers um, and we also had a lady from who worked in our international team, um, well with our international team in Tanzania sort of helping to produce life-saving like devices, um, a bit like a life jacket I suppose, a buoyancy aid um, out of I think it was plastic bottles and things like that um, and that was really interesting so but it's again just to highlight females um, in STEM and there's also tends to be a little like an activity on there uh, last year we went out with a logo designing activity for our women engineering day and that was the school that won their logo was the sort of emblem for the day and there's often just information on how the girls can get a bit more involved in STEM activities and sort of upcoming news and things like that around STEM. I was encouraged by my manager and um, the sustainability team at the RNLI to sort of um, apply for the Make UK Southwest Business Apprentice Rising Star Award. It's a bit of a mouthful. Um, I had to sort of write a written application and attend an interview um, and it just sort of discussing the breadth and depth of my role and things I've achieved. So I attended a dinner in Bristol 
and that's where I found out that I won the um, award for the Southwest, so the regional award, which is a bit of a shock. Um, and yes, yeah, so that was really exciting. And now I've been put forward for the national award. Climate change can have sort of an impact on extreme sort of rainfall events, and then the sewage treatment plants can't necessarily um, handle that much volume of water at one time, and so untreated water often gets discharged into the sea via sort of um, combined sewage outflows. Um, and then this effluent sort of obviously is in the sea, it can affect and impact our lifeguards' health and sort of safety. We often get notified by organisations like Surface Against Sewage um, who sort of tell us when these events are likely to occur and then we need to make sure that our lifeguards are out of the water but also the, the lifeguards need to ensure that the public are, are notified and are out of the water. Um, and we're finding that these incidents are actually increasing with um, as climate change is sort of a bit more apparent and we also sort of look at uh, adapting to climate change for example we that we've done research that shows by 2050 as temperatures are rising the need for life-saving shouts has will, will increase I'm Robin Fitzgerald, B-Class Atlantic 85 Helmsman with RNLI Jersey, and you've been listening to part of the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org forward slash 200 voices, or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.